welcome back to another new episode of the Balance Factor podcast. If you're new here, my name is Emily. I'm your host. And thank you so much for joining me here today to better your health and your well-being. We have a very special episode on deck for today. I cannot believe it, but this is a one-year mark of starting this podcast. And we are going to dedicate this entire episode to discussing the journey of having a podcast, everything I've learned from it, and really what it's like to commit yourself to something for one entire year with no idea what the outcome would be. And I really want to share my experience, what it's been like, and it's not even just related to about podcasting, it's just about committing yourself to something that is your own personal project and something that is for your own health and well-being but also for other people and to really show you what can come out of it so we're going to do a big big deep dive i'm so excited to be sitting here and recording this today i just can't believe how far and how much i've grown since starting this and also the fact that i've been doing this for a year it's absolutely surreal to me So before we dive in, we're going to briefly cover the weekly favorite. As you know, if you're new here, I do a weekly favorite on the show. And it can be anything from food, recipes, to tips and tricks, or even just something I've really just been loving recently. And for this week, my favorite is a recipe that I recently posted on my Instagram. If you're not already following me, make sure to go give me a follow. I've been really active on socials recently, having a lot of fun creating content and sharing recipes, mindset, just real life things that I think are just really fun to make. And also I hope they help you and inspire you. Um, So recently I post a recipe for matcha energy balls and at first I wasn't sure how they were going to turn out but once I kind of played around with the ingredients guys they are unreal I've given them to friends who don't even like matcha and were like okay these are good um I use Nekohama matcha it's my favorite matcha if you guys want to go check them out definitely go give them a follow as well um and it has dates almond butter hemp seeds oats all the good stuff and it's great for like a little pre-workout snack especially i love to do workouts in the morning but if i'm going to hot pilates i can't fully do it on an empty stomach or also get super lightheaded so i'll have one of these in the morning just before i go when i'm not super hungry yet but it just gives me a little bit of something and they are amazing they're so easy to make as well so if you definitely want to try those out go check out that post the whole recipe is on there and besides that let's get into this week's episode and celebrate the one year mark of the balance factor podcast Exactly one year ago today that this episode is coming out, I posted my very first episode of my podcast. I was terrified, also excited, and nervous for taking on this responsibility for myself, but also just curious to see what this world was like. And sitting here a year later, I have learned an enormous amount of things, both professionally, personally, 
and just about myself in general while doing this and I want to share that with you today. We have had a total of 46 episodes and 23 of those episodes were guests and before I actually looked up this number I did not think it was that many guests that I had had on the show but it has been 23 so exactly half and we have heard from a range of people across the world. Um, We've had people on from Australia, many from the U.S., multiple health practitioners that are quite known in the industry, influencers in the health and wellness space, Olympians, um, authors, so, so many people. And I can't even believe I'm sitting here saying that because if I were to look at where I was a year ago, I would have been like, oh, I don't think I can do that. But here we are and we've done it and, you know, it it is possible. And if you put in the work, if you put in the energy, there's so, so much that can come from it. And I don't know about you guys. I'm sure you're sitting there maybe thinking about your favorite episodes that you've had. I think each one really shows a different perspective and that's really what I've wanted to do with those professionals is because I know, for example, one episode may not particularly apply to everybody but it will at least apply to somebody in particular and make a big impact in their life and that's why I've tried to pull from multiple sources and backgrounds and expertise because I know that it will apply to somebody even if it doesn't apply to everybody listening and you know it's it's been really really fun it's been challenging but the most important thing i think that's come out of all of this is sitting here reflecting on who i am today you know i've shared my story on this podcast of my health issues and you know being in a very troublesome place with just with myself my body who i was and if i look at who I am today I've never been so happy and also just centered in in who I am and you know I think going into this first off I thought you know I'm taking a school project and making it into something that's mine let's see this where this goes you know I it would be fun to make some money off of this and to you know make a business and I'll be quite honest with you I think the most amount of money I've made off of this podcast is $5. And many people think that these type of things, you know, there's a lot of money in it. And there is once you grow enough. But for me right now, I'm still starting off. This is just the beginning. And this made me realize how much work people have to put in to really succeed. And it doesn't come overnight. And it doesn't come in... A snap of a fingers and just because you have x y and z on your podcast or you have big names doesn't mean success ultimately comes out of that and on this topic i think we can kind of shift into more of the lessons i've really learned from this because there's so much that can come from taking ownership and responsibility of something with no financial strains to it and I think it's a very unique experience because you know you show up to your job and you're given money in return so there's that give and receive and that's the way we look at many things in life is that you know we put in the work we're automatically going to get money 
and that's not necessarily the way things work in general. And where I'm going with that is, I think this is especially predominant in my age group, uh, Gen Zs or, you know, the late millennials, is that we, for some reason, have grown up thinking that if we work and do work, we automatically get money. And that's the case for certain jobs or situations, but there are other opportunities in life where you can put in work and not necessarily receive money back, but it can fulfill your life in many different ways and open many other doors that may lead to financial opportunities or other things that give you that return. And we often think that return is just money, but it's not. And that's the biggest thing I've really realized through doing all this is there's more to life than just receiving money. And for me personally, I learned about the importance of making connections and the importance of sharing yourself and who you are as a person because people respect you for that when you start being your true true self and start showing your true colors and who you want to be and who you really are people acknowledge that and they appreciate that and they give return to you back in a way that's more fulfilling than a check in your bank account And the amount of feedback and people that I've connected with through committing myself to this for a year has been more rewarding than anything I've ever done in life, even though it hasn't brought me any money. And I've, you know, particularly with showing my story about my struggles as a varsity athlete, some of those messages that I got afterwards were actually a key component to really allowing me to overcome that trauma and that experience. After releasing that episode, I was extremely emotional and it actually was a release for me. It allowed me to finally let go from all of that and to know that it's okay that that was something in my life that happened and it damaged me but it's okay to let go of it. It doesn't have to be something that defines you for the rest of your life. And many other people have also experienced it. And, it, you know, it, it can be really easy to sit back and, and I'm not saying everybody needs to go out there and start putting their life on the internet. But when you start opening yourself up to people in a way where you show some vulnerability, that's when you really start to connect with people. And I would say within the last year, I have made the most meaningful friendships I've ever made in my life. Growing up, I had a really hard time making friends. It wasn't that I wasn't open to making friends. I just never found people that I could connect with. And if I look at the difference of what I've done within the last year, there's many things, and it's not just the podcast, but doing this and sitting down here and just talking about my health or talking to other people about certain topics and providing insight on real life experiences, 
I've been able to be more vulnerable in my everyday life, which has helped me improve my ability to communicate with people and be open with people. And I think I didn't realize as much in the past, I put up this wall and really didn't let people in. And I think that came across as very, I don't know exactly the word, but almost like I'm too good for everybody, but it was really more coming from an area of being afraid and insecure about being my true self and showing my weakness and how I'm weak in various areas. I think that really, that that's really what I'm trying to say here is it held me, in the past I very much put up this front that I could handle anything and now that I've opened up to people in a different way where I've removed that shell and just stopped caring so much as looking like I have everything together, I've been able to relate to people and people understand me more and people acknowledge who I am and and really who I am and not just this person I put myself out there and people perceived me as. And it's crazy to see how much can come from that. And you know, I think another really big thing I've learned from doing this is it really tested my perseverance and resiliency. There was multiple times throughout this year where I felt like, Ugh, I don't think this is going to work. I I don't think that many people listen. You know, I have the statistics. I can see the numbers go up and not. And there were periods where they would go up and then they would kind of go down. And I would sit back and kind of think, is this really worth my time and energy? Like, you know, putting aside, I want to say I at least put aside five hours, six, five to six hours a week specifically to creating an episode, creating the content and the social posts. And, you know, aside from that, especially if I have guests, I'm spending hours beyond hours doing outreach. So, you know, it adds up. It's probably more than five hours, actually, to be quite honest with you. And that's just the podcast. I, you know, I have, I work on the side, I do school. And there's a bunch of other things that I also do just, you know, personal, everyday social interaction. So it's a lot of work. And I was looking at the return and I wasn't seeing the same numbers or the the results I wanted. And I felt like giving up multiple times. I really, really did. I, you know, there were times where I just would sit there and kind of just say, I, what's the point? Really, what is the point? You know, I can, I can have this many people listen to it, but is it really making an impact? And I think really what got me through those periods was realizing that even if not many people are listening or I'm not growing on socials the way I thought I was going to, it doesn't define the future of myself, my brand, and this podcast. And in order to really see success and and, and results is you have to commit to something regardless of those down periods. You know, if you hear on many podcasts in the past, I mean, I do a lot of research on podcasting in general, but if you research, many people quit within the first 30 episodes because they don't see the results. And that even goes 
and applies to things outside of podcasting, even that's with businesses or startups, many of them fall through because they don't push through those hurdles, push through those humps. And that's even the same as being an athlete or pursuing a career or something like that or um, an activity or you know if you're trying to lose weight or eat healthier and you hit those lows or you relapse in something and unless you push through those really deep thick parts and when I say thick I'm thinking like I'm swimming through molasses can't find the other end out and it's a long journey to get get out if you can push through those points you're gonna succeed and although I'm saying this to you from a small podcast that has a following but I wouldn't say it's fully succeeded yet to the place where I want to be I've succeeded in other aspects of my life and that goes back to that whole idea of we often see success as just money but success is more than that and for me it was me succeeding in overcoming that last little ounce that I needed to overcome from being in the hospital two years ago. This is what got me to a place now where I don't live every day thinking about my gut issues anymore. I don't dwell on whether or not I have a stomach ache or keep myself up at night because I don't know what the future holds for my health. I know that's still important, but it's not dictating my life the same way it used to because now I'm expressing myself and opening up to people where it's letting me let go of that stuff. I'm not holding it in me. I'm not letting it prevent me from being creative or, you know, posting a silly video of myself. I don't care anymore. I really don't. I don't care if somebody doesn't like that. I don't because I'm enough. I've done enough work in myself and seen how much I can I can empower people that if somebody doesn't like that, it doesn't bother me anymore. Because I've sat here for a year and talked to a microphone for numerous hours out of my free will and once you start taking on something for yourself that nobody else owns nobody else has a say in it and it's only you you can realize how much power you have in your life you know tomorrow I could stop doing this podcast and move on to something completely different I'm not going to do that but the point is is that you can do anything you put your mind to it and the results might not be exactly the way you planned but if you continue to push through those thick moments the moments that you really hate we all hate and you just want to crawl underneath your bed and just not talk to anybody those are the moments where there's so much learning that comes think about it this way you know when you're doing a workout and You can continually do a workout, the same workout routine, and you'll see consistent results. You know, once you get into a solid routine and you keep that consistency, you'll physically and mentally feel the same or look the same. But if you're in the middle of the workout and you know that moment where you could push deeper in that squat or you could hold that plank a second longer and you really don't want to, but you do it, 
in exercise physiology, those are the moments that really make an impact in your health and your physique. Those are the moments that build those muscle fibers. It's the moments that build that resiliency. And that's the same thing when you're looking at other areas of your life. If you push those limits just past a little bit more that of that comfort zone, that's where the real growth happens. It's not within that set range that you typically experience on a day-to-day and it's what you're comfortable with. You can stay there, that's fine, but nothing's going to change unless you push just a little bit deeper into that squat or you push a little bit longer into that plank. That's when you really, really start seeing the results. And, you know, for me in this podcast, pushing that comfort zone and and talking about things that I never would have ever thought I would sit down here and talk about, especially with my health, left me in such a place where now I'm so much stronger and I'm so much more powerful in the way I'm talking. Even just sitting here and talking to this microphone, I feel more empowered than I ever have in my life. And the last kind of lesson I really want to share with you, and this will apply to anybody in anything if you're taking on something for yourself, whether that's a new workout routine, a new job, a new new program in school that you're doing for you, is that even though you're seeing results in one area, when you stay consistent to something, you'll see results in many other areas. For this podcast, the biggest thing I noticed for myself was the way I walk into a room. And although, you know, sometimes, you know, I will be honest, I'll walk into a room and be like, how many of these people have actually listened to my podcast? And, you know, like, oh man, did I overshare? Like, they know too much about me. But then I think about how much it's giving me opportunities outside of this podcast. And that even comes from job opportunities, from networking, from doing interviews where I sit in an interview now and I can talk. I used to be so terrified of talking, but now I sit and I'm like, yeah, let's chat. What do you want to chat about? And that would have never happened if I just sat back and didn't take the risk of doing this podcast. And so for anyone out there who's contemplating taking a risk in something in their life, whether that's even moving across the country but you're sitting there just scared because you don't know what's going to happen or the way people are going to think of you really if people think something of you regardless you can't change their opinion so there's that and the other thing is if you sit back and you don't do anything then you're not going to grow you're not going to change nothing's going to happen if you just stay consistent And there is something about consistency and persistency, but with that, within that category, you have to test the limits. You have to continue to push yourself outside of that box that you really, you feel good in. And it's crazy to think that we have to make ourselves uncomfortable to see growth, but being uncomfortable doesn't necessarily mean you have to feel bad. It just means you need to test your limits in what your body typically thinks is its normal state and its normal homeostasis of its natural equilibrium 
when you push that boundary and you test the body, the body can realize that it can survive in other environments. It can survive in other circumstances. It's almost like we're going back to that idea of my episode where we talk all about cold plunges and that when you put your body in that state of fight or flight mode, it shows yourself that you can do things outside of that that mode and, and it applies to other areas of your life. The same thing goes here and the same idea is when we test those limits and we push ourselves into that into those states where we don't our bodies don't feel comfortable in that's where we really see the work we see the results because we're not staying in that bubble and so you know everything i've learned while doing this i hope what i'm saying gives you some insight on what it's like to commit yourself to something for an entire year and continue to do that and you know i want to talk a bit about the future of this podcast and where i think things are going to go And I don't have an answer for that, but I do know that I will sit here and I will continue to record episodes. I will continue to reach out to people regardless of whether or not it pays my rent or it pays my, you know, my food for my dog or myself really at this point, regardless of that. And maybe there'll come a time where it's no longer serving me, but for right now, this podcast is serving me. It's serving you and it's making an impact in my life, so I will continue with it. And if you're sitting there thinking about giving up on something, look at whether or not it's impacting you in multiple areas of your life and whether or not it's applying to your academics or it's applying to your physique or your, your personal goals. If it is and it's serving you and it's causing you to push yourself outside of your limits, then continue to do it. And if there comes a point where it's no longer doing that and maybe there's new things where you can go and test your limits even more, maybe that's a time where you make the switch. But don't give up. Like I always say, make it happen. You're in control. You have total ownership over your life and it is up to you whether or not you want to take that risk and push yourself outside of your comfort zone. So if everything said today, I want to sincerely thank you all for staying with me through this year, listening to me, listening to the guests, everyone that's come on the show. I hope it has helped you. I hope it has inspired you. And I hope it has given you a place where you can feel heard and connected with the way we experience life and the things you go through and that you're not alone. That's what my intentions are with this podcast and to apply everything I learn as a translational researcher, to bring existing knowledge and ideas out to the public in a way that you can understand and you can relate to and a way that's going to make an impact in your life and get you to a place where you want to be. And I know for myself, I'm not at the place yet where I'm totally happy with the way I am and the way I think and the way I do my day-to-day tasks. You know, I still have my struggles. I still feel the pain. But every day I'm getting better and better. And I think it's important to share the journey of getting to being to a place where you feel totally centered in who you are and what you're doing. But I think we're always continually doing that throughout our life. I think if you were to ask someone who's 90 years old, they would say that there's so many things that they still want to work on. 
So success is not defined by end results. It's defined by those little milestones you make, those little opportunities of growth, and the ability for you to develop and become a better person each and every day. So I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode. Thank you again for sticking around. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. Go on the Apple Podcasts. Go on the Spotify. Give me a rating. Let me know what your favorite episode has been in this past year. And go make a comment on my recent Instagram post. I will have a post for this episode. And comment who your favorite guest was. So I can know in the future who to bring back on, who to also bring new guests on. I want to hear. Please share with me. And don't forget to follow me. Everything's at Balance Factor. And with that said... I will see you next Wednesday for another new episode. Bye, guys. Bye.